way to start. Whoops, where did that go? All right, here we go. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop, brought to you by AimHighConstructionMN.com. Let me hear that guitar, Don. Crank it up. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop, where, let's be honest, we just don't care. Um, (laughs) Our goal here, I think, uh, for the three of us is to goof off, have fun, really not take anything too seriously, and not get salty about what's going on in the world around us. That means you two are not going to do any news that makes Kenny mad. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> some of the stuff will be interesting, uh, stories you haven't heard on GL or my talk for some reason. Uh, but I wanted to update you two, first of all, on a hopeful guest last week. I talked about Tyler Pinnanen. He's yeah. a Nitro Circus rider. He uh, attempted to ride a Honda CT70 from Minnesota to Maine in late June. He didn't make it, but it's an interesting story anyway. Um, he did what do you find... mean he didn't make it? <laughs> he's still alive. Okay, the good, good news. <laughs> oh, good, good, yeah. <laughs> good news, he's still alive. Um, but the bike blew up. Oh! Um, yeah. So he's in the process of moving, and he promised he'll get back to me, and he wants to be a part of the show. So um, we'll talk to him at some point eventually. And then... Oh, uh, Don, I want to introduce you to some of my guys. I have a I have a guy for everything, a guy for cars, tractors, builders, et cetera, et cetera. So at some point today, I want to tell you about AIM High Construction. All right. And John, and this, I'm very, very excited about this, and this just oh, no. happened in the last 30 minutes. I came across a piece of history. I actually was talking um, to my buddy. I think I've talked to both of you about Gene. He's a promoter yeah. in town. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, I was talking to him this morning, and he told me the most interesting piece of trivia ever. And I so hope that you haven't heard about this. And, Don, I think we should kind of do a segment because I love doing this to Johnny, uh, a new segment starring John. We, we either call it... Um, I don't know, Johnny on the spot, or uh, uh, Stump John, or maybe um, Mr. Stump the Chump. Yeah, uh, Mr. FYI isn't as smart as we thought he was. uh, I think think Johnny on the spot is the best, because that's also a porta potty name. (laughs) Isn't it? I'm almost positive that's a porta potty company. Oh, God, that is perfect. (laughs) So uh, we're going to get to, I don't want to... I don't want to do it right away, though, because I want John to squirm, because I know it drives oh, crazy. bastard. <laughs> anyway, uh, Don, you sent me an email with some of your stories uh, that, that you uh, were bringing to the table today. And the most that I've, I've been dying to talk about this, okay. the states where people are the most killed by animals, or the most people are oh, killed sure. by wild animals. That's that right. State. Yes. Okay. Now, because of car crashes, deer kill more people in the U.S. than any other animal. That's just one stat there that I have to throw out there. Um, But this has to do with actual attacks. Okay? Um, So I'll just cut to the chase. Texas is number one. Okay. Really? It is. Yeah, I mean it's the biggest. So, are they looking at per capita here? What are we what are we talking about but here? What wild animals do they yeah. have in Texas that would gnaw you to death that's, and then chew? I think the first thing they do is eat your eyeballs, so they would pull your eyeballs out and snack on those. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well we have bears. That's the top offender in North America. And then it's followed by sharks, snakes, oh. 
alligators oh. and mountain lions. Mountain lions, really? yeah, to to be expected. Did you guys see the story on the news last night about that bull snake they found somewhere? Yes. It's up in your neighborhood, isn't it, Up in Coon Rapids, yeah. Oh. Those things aren't native to Minnesota, are they? Well, they are. I had to look it up when I saw the story. In southern Minnesota, you'll find them, but not usually up here. And they think somebody just, they had it and let it loose in the area. Bull snake. I got to look that up. That thing was the size of an (gasps) elephant trunk. It was very large, yes. Yeah, they, they weren't happy about having to find it. Did you see their post? The uh, animal folks control oh, no, people. No, we're not used uh, to this. They didn't like <laughs> oh. it. They're like, I thought I was just going to cup up, uh, pick up a couple of dogs today. You know, stray <laughs> dogs. But nope, five foot tall bull snake found in yeah, yard. Five foot. Now you're afraid of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, how does the thought of this thing slithering through your backyard mm. uh, out in the suburbs? <laughs> how's that play with you? It's okay, especially that big. I'm just really. I'm yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, Growing up in dirty old Missouri, we had a lot of black snakes, and our uh, our landscaping had railroad ties that were you know up on the end, and then they were like right. stacked up in, in tiers, and right. some of them had holes in them. And we uh, came home from church one day, and there was this big black snake coming up out of the hole, like halfway in, halfway out, oh and the half of it that was out was at least like three feet long. Oh, so yikes. my dad, in you know Dan McLean fashion, just got out of the car. He started just pulling on it. <laughs> he did? <laughs> yeah, he's just pulling on it. Pull. We're like, wow, that's big. And then my mom got a hoe from the uh, garage and handed it to my dad. It kind of, it was very full, I think, because it wasn't moving very fast. And he, sorry to all those sensitive, are there sensitive people out there that are listening to this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Snake lovers. Yeah, too late though now because right, you're well, already sorry. deep in so. Okay. So my dad took care of it with the hoe, and get this, when he did, little baby snakes came out of it, so it was pregnant. <gasps> what? Oh, it gets worse. Oh. Then oh, he no. got it, and he put oh. it, he slung it over the hoe, and he goes, come on, Don, and we walked across the street where there was this big, we called it the hole, and it was like this big field that went down into, you know, the woods, and he reared back with his ho- the hoe to fling it, and it landed on me. Oh, like the baby snakes, oh. the baby snakes oh. on me, the, the, the black snake on me. Ah, and I was like, and he's like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. So for me, not that afraid of snakes. That's my story. Wow. This That's just, like a nightmare. I never, yeah, I, it didn't like traumatize me, believe it or not. And then like, you know, we would have some that would get into the house. Like the, it would be wrapped around the door handle of the kitchen. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, oh. I'm not. Did they oh. ever come out of the toilet? No, that really is the one that I don't Ooh. like when I think about that. Because most of the time that. you're in the dark when that oh. happens, you know, in the bathroom. Yeah, middle of the night, dark. Mm-mm. So you've got to expect this with McLean, John. One time, I don't know how we came upon <laughs> this story, but she's telling this quaint little story about, <laughs> did Did you go to Catholic school so you had the I uniform? Did. Yeah. So. 
imagine McLean riding her bicycle home in the in the middle of uh, you know spring summer whatever with the cute little Catholic school uh, <laughs> sure. uniform. I think you're combining stories, but go ahead, Kenny. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the Bumpuses, the neighbors, the Bumpuses' dogs start chasing her. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that happened all the time. And you you literally uh, quite frequently had to run and ride for your life. I had to ride for my life because they were trying to make love to me. And oh. um, they, I would have to climb up our clothesline pole. And <laughs> I would sit on top of that pole. And my parents were gone that day. Like they went to the dump for the, to go get some mulch or something. And so they did all their own landscaping. And so I was up there for like a couple of hours where these dogs were just circling Wanting to, you know, have their way. Dirty old ditch dogs that have been rolling around in the ditch water. Never bathed, never bathed. They were like a pack of neighborhood dogs that just weren't taken care of. They had ticks all over. Oh, my God. It was gross. Those big, fat ticks. Yeah, and then, you know, I weighed about about 40 pounds, you know, so. This little girl. Just living in the country, man. It just prepares you. Oh, God. Life in Missouri, apparently. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to tell the story about whenever, um, you know, I went to Catholic school, so we had days off that public school kids didn't have like holy days you know right so i was riding my bike with bell bottoms on and i got my pants caught in the bike chain and i could not get it out so i had to take my pants off and the school bus for the public school came by (laughs) and i was running home in my underwear that was fun how uh, how old were you at that time don i think i was like in third grade so it wasn't great it was not great (laughs) the neighbors and i don't remember this the neighbors in my town uh, loved to tell the story for years and years about uh, the day they drove past our house here in town, and uh, I was parked on the curb doing a number two. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. What? And, and and you were seventeen by yeah, then, right? What? I'm confused. What? How old were you? Were you parked with your car or a bike? Uh, or no, I was so young that I don't remember it. So it, what? What would that be? What? Two years old? Two, three years three, old? Yeah. Oh Something my like that. God! Yeah. Well, you had to go. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure, John, you don't have any embarrassing stories at all. Uh, <laughs> none that I remember off the top of my head. Sure. No. Yeah, you're, you're safe. You're always did, did, Mr. Suave. Did, did you guys ever do this? Maybe this, uh, I shouldn't tell this about myself, but when I was, I don't know, six or seven, I'd hide behind trees and yell naughty words at cars when they went by. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you ever, did you ever do that? No. And then hide. Just to no. see if you could, just to see if I could get away with it. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> Did you ever uh, swear in front of your parents at a young age, but you didn't realize it was a curse word? No, no. I don't remember no. doing that. I recently told my mom this, and she doesn't remember the first time I tasted soap, a bar of soap, because oh. that was the answer to everything back then. <laughs> Chew on a bar of soap. Uh, the neighbors had um, an S truck. Um, one of these, they they pump um, mm. your your um, yeah sewer. Yeah, what am I? Sump what's pump? the word? Yeah, yeah uh, no, your sewer, your sewer, tank. Yeah. Right, and they called it the S truck. 
And so they had an old one that they weren't using anymore, and the neighborhood <laughs> boys would play in it. You know, we'd get in and pretend we're driving and, and whatnot. <gasps> okay. And and I come home, I don't know, four years old, whatever, and Mom's like, well, where were you? Oh, I was with Polly and Greg. We were playing in the S truck, <laughs> and she literally freaked <laughs> out. And I'm like, no, Mom, Mom, no, no, that's what it's called. You come here right this minute. And the next thing I know, I'm chewing on a bar of soap. And oh, no. <laughs> So that's when I learned that swearing is fun, just don't do it in front of mom and dad. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, anyway, uh, we made it as far as Texas. I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, you want to know more? <laughs> People are probably like, I don't care about this. Tell us about the, the states. Okay, so it uh, looks like Texas is the number one state, uh, the top five. So we've got Texas, then California, Florida, what goes without saying Florida, because of the alligators, yeah. uh, North Carolina, and Tennessee. I don't think I could ever live in Florida just because of the gators. I'd have to be way up on a hill somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And Tennessee, you, what's what's killing you in Tennessee other than VD? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What <laughs> Mountain lions. Oh, really? I'm sure. Yeah. What were you going to say, John? I was just going to say, did you see the uh, the... Uh, what do you call wakeboarders? What do you call those things? The, the yeah. boards. Last yeah. week there was a gal on one in Florida, and a gator kept approaching her, and she would just hit it with her oar, and it would back off. But and she was very calm. She was like, "Come on, get out of here." But I thought oh. she was going to get her leg chopped. Oh, a but paddle the, oh. board. You talking a about paddle this board? Yes, paddle. Pad- yes, paddle board. Oh my and he, gosh! He, eventually, the gator just kind of went, ah, screw this, She's and floated away. But it it took two three minutes, you know, before it left. And I thought, boy, this gal's got way more cojones than I do. <laughs> you don't go anywhere near water that's not chlorinated, do just you, Don? Don't put yourself in the position in the first place. Just don't do it. Oh, but I do get in. Uh, I do get in the ocean, but I only get up until about my. I would say mid thigh. Like That's I don't want to go. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. have to, you know, have to swim back home to the shore. Right. I just want to walk swiftly <laughs> and kick if something's yeah. biting me. So, um, did did Wisconsin make the list? No, it didn't actually. Um, Minnesota I mean, didn't make the list? No, it wasn't there because we don't get killed by animals here. We know how to defend ourselves, right? Well, deer, yeah. Motorcycles hitting a deer. That's yeah, the, they, no. they just they said deer don't count. They also said uh, they didn't factor in bees, dogs, cows, or horses. Right. Yeah, hitting cows is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, you hit a cow, it's like hitting a, a, a brick uh, outhouse. Yeah. So did you guys see the story in yesterday's Star Tribune about the... Um, capital city livability list. Did you happen to notice this? I did no. not. They give us 20, uh, 20 cities, 20 states, uh, where uh, they rate the livability of the capital city of that state. Guess, are you looking it up? I hear your fingers typing, John. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, look, hands up over here. John, I'm listening to you. I have this- to. No, I have you to. don't, because I was going to ask you to guess who oh, okay, the number I, one... I, I didn't pull it up, so. Okay, guess Aww. who the number one, the number one, uh, let's go with state first, if you don't know capital. State is fine. Atlanta? Uh, okay, I'm going to give you a hint. Think alcoholism and drunks. 
What's the, um, what's the capital of Wisconsin? Ma- <laughs> you win! Madison, Madison Wisconsin! Madison. Are you serious? <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh Madison, Wisconsin is the top on the uh, top of the list. For livability. Saint, yeah. St. Paul makes the list, but we're way down really? at 17 under Austin, Texas, and right before... Who well, knew the high. capital... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Who knew the capital of Michigan was Lansing? Lansing. Lansing, yeah. yeah. Is that I a did. suburb of Detroit? <laughs> I guess everybody does but me. Oh. Um, did uh, Pete, did Bismarck make the list, Kenny? Uh, yes, it did, John. And Yes. I, oh, I wish I wouldn't. Oh, I'm sad <laughs> to note that Bismarck came in at number 13. Oh. Huh. And to well. make it worse, Pierre, is it Pierre or Pierre? Pierre. 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 S- South Dakota, number two. What? Number two. Number three, and why would anybody live there? Hmm. Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, oh, did we discuss this off the air? Frank, Kentucky made it, Don. Number six. Oh. Des Moines, number 10. Des Moines, better than St. Paul. So you're talking about no, Frankfurt, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. I just Frankfurt, heard Frank. Kentucky. Okay. Oh, maybe yeah, you cut Frankfurt, out a little Kentucky. bit. Uh, and last on the list, Augusta, Maine. Oh, okay. I have uh, I've been to Pierce, South Dakota, several times, and and I I don't want to offend anybody, but I thought it was an awful city. Yeah, <laughs> I've been oh. I've been through it a million times. It's it's no big deal. Just um, kind of dirty and. Now, you know, do you yeah. have the same thing in North Dakota with South Dakota as Minnesotans have with Wisconsin or Missouri with Arkansas? <laughs> Is it a competition where you put them down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question, John. I don't think so. Well, you just did. Um, well, I know, but having been there, it's, it's I bet Bismarck is much nicer than Pierre. Okay. And, and I know people now will get letters. Well, probably not. See, but <laughs> letters. John, if, if, if we were on, like, say, a road trip that started in Chicago and we were yeah. going to go to Montana and you fell asleep <laughs> and you woke up in the middle of of either South Dakota or North Dakota, huh. and you didn't see any road signs, you would have no idea which state <laughs> well, you were in. They are identical. No, they are absolutely the same they're, state. They're not, they're not. North Dakota is very flat, has nothing to offer in term, until you get out to the western part of North Dakota. Uh, and South Dakota has hills. <laughs> North Dakota does not. Come North Dakota's got a lot of fields. <laughs> Come to South Dakota. We have hills. <laughs> And valleys. <laughs> come, come to North Dakota. We don't have trees. We, got, we don't have trees. We don't have hills. We, we got nothing. Oh, so is it Kansas like? Is it I don't flat know. like Kansas? Got, and uh, it's, it's flat until you get to the western part of North Dakota. Okay. It's very once, flat. Yeah. Once you get over the Missouri, actually, um, North Dakota is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. The close, yeah. the closer you get to Montana, ironically, yes, which is exactly. number five on the list. Can you name the capital of Montana? Helena. Good job, Don. Bill- oh yeah, I was going to say Billings. I'd have been wrong. <laughs> oh, talk about armpits. Uh, Billings is Whoa. a huge armpit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we played that one out. Um, <laughs> we I can't played think. That one out. You've got one here, Don, yeah. called your most important possession. Okay, mm. yeah, this is a little depressing. Um, well, there was a poll done, and people were asked what their most important possession was. 
And can you take a guess? The general public most important possession, automobile? No. Um, phone? Please this, don't tell me it's the phone. I'm sorry, Kenny. 39% said their cell phone. Oh, oh. that oh, is Oh, so sad. terrible. It used it's... to be like photo albums or your concert t-shirts or, right. you know, your kid's baby shoes, something like that. Are you kidding me? Your phone? (laughs) I just think that it should be something that can't be replaced. You know what I mean? What would that be for you? What would it be for me? Um, Artwork that my daughter did when she was little. Perfect. Yeah. 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 And that's, it's not a guitar for you, John? I don't think so. No, because I don't have any guitars I couldn't replace, if that makes sense. I could replace them all with, with something. I don't know what, I don't know what I would answer to that. Yeah, I've got nothing. I did it, see, uh, you're talking about cell phones, uh, because uh, the passing of Norm MacDonald yesterday, I, I went into a little hole and watched a million oh, clips. Yeah. So did the, I, yeah. Did you see the one where he talked about in the old days when they, they took the one photo of the guy and it's all, <laughs> yes, your, your great-grandfather. Yes. There's yes. one photo of your great-grandfather, but in 50 <laughs> years from now, you go, hey, look, here's 50,000 pictures of my great-grandfather oh, on my so phone. <laughs> Did you see him bombing on purpose at the yeah. roast, the Bob Saget yeah, the roast? Bob Saget, yes. John, I was laughing so hard, I had to stop it and and wipe the tears from my face. And it was crickets, man. It was de- The only person laughing was yeah. Saget because Saget, Saget yep. knew what he was up to. Oh, God, yeah. that's But everybody great. else, even yeah. the comedians are going, wow, Norm is bombing yeah. big time. Yeah, didn't and, you say... Nor- Kenny, didn't you say he was doing jokes from the 1930s? I saw oh, two yeah. different stories. Oh. One, one was that, um, and yeah, that was the one that everybody seemed to agree on, that he was doing uh, jokes out of a joke book from the 30s oh. for old for old people. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh! Yeah. Oh. And he really sold it. He really acted like he was serious, and these, you know, this was the best he could do. The other one that I really loved, and we talked about it on uh, Jason and Alexis this morning, was when he was invited on The View. Did you happen to see that? That was wonderful, yes. Yeah. See, now, that's that's a little game I was telling Don that we play on GL, where we cast, basically we're bait casting to each other, trying to get each (laughs) other PO'd and mad and get each other ranting and raving. And man, they bit on every single hook he yeah. cast out. Yep. It was so wonderful. And, and he's so fearless, he wouldn't stop. He just kept going. Yeah. You know? and, and, and smiling the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He's somebody who doesn't care about uncomfortableness. No, like if he's, no, no. He's uncomfortable, he's actually not. Because the joke's yeah. on you and not on him. <laughs> but wasn't it funny and ironic that he wanted to talk about Bill Cosby and and in a good way, kind of? And this was all way, way, way before the allegations on Bill Cosby came out. <laughs> well, d- did you watch uh, by any chance the clip from him on Seinfeld's thing? Uh, n- I have seen that, but not last night. Remind me. He, well, he said uh, he was talking to Seinfeld in the car, they're driving, and he says... I was talking to Pat Oswalt the other night, and 
and he thought the the drugging of the of the victims was so horrible. And I said, "Oh, really?" So I looked at Pat and I said, "I thought it was the raping that was the horrible part." <laughs> God, see, that's funny. It's we're not laughing about rape; we're just laughing about yeah. the punchline and you know yeah, the and, obviousness of it. And Seinfeld damn near drove the car off the road laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be missed, and evidently oh, yeah. not a lot of people yeah. knew that he had cancer. No, uh, but he he went out with class. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? This would be a good time, Don, um, to tell you about. Hold on, I have some copy points, so I want to get this right. I I, I want you at some point. You live with uh, your boyfriend. Um, what do you call him? Manchild? Oh, uh, man- Mr. What? No, Manchild? Uh, male male <laughs> companion. MC. An- male companion. MC. Manchild. Oh, my God. That <laughs> oh, close. Oh, I'll have to tell him to listen to this one. Male I companion want, or, yeah. yeah, male companion. You and, you and MC, um, you've got to meet Chris Miller. He's the owner yes. of, of Aim High Construction based here in the Twin Cities. Uh, I met Chris, I think, two years ago now. He's a veteran of the first Gulf War, so that basically means he's old enough to know better, well-versed in common-sense solutions. The the things that I've learned about guys that have been in the service and have seen combat time, uh, not a lot will ruffle their feathers because no matter what they see in the civilian world, nothing compares to what they dealt with over there. So he's pretty steady, and him and his guys, they can tackle just about any construction job that needs doing roofing, siding, decks, remodels, uh, new construction. Uh, And what they really helped me with when we used them was design consultation. So we we had them put in a new kitchen, and we really didn't know what we wanted, and we were just going to sell the house. So he was super helpful with that. So if you or MC have a notion, you got to get a hold of Chris and his crew at Aim High. Their website is aimhighconstructionmn.com. Quality craftsmanship. They're obsessed with it. They do work in both Minnesota and Wisconsin here. And yeah, I'm a customer and I love them. So if you or MC ever need any work done on the uh, homestead out there in the suburbs. Oh, yeah. I mean, projects are always rolling around in MC's head. And uh, his dad does a lot of this stuff, but he's decided he doesn't want to do it anymore. So (laughs) MC has all of these ideas, putting a bathroom in downstairs, redoing the kitchen. I'm sure this guy can help us. Yeah, Chris and uh, Aim High Construction, Amman is the... And and for me, it's like, you know what, I can probably do the job, but I'm first I'm going to have to think about it for six <sighs> months, and then I'm going to have to plan it for six months, and then it's going to take six months to get my And then you're going to do it wrong. And then I'm going to do it wrong. And then you're going to have to call Chris gonna, to do it right, over. Right, So aimhighconstructionmn.com. Cool. Now, what what were we going to call the segment? Um, Johnny, Johnny on the spot. <laughs> Johnny on the spot. <laughs> oh, no pressure. I've got to get this. I want to get the right website up. Now I want you to, um, Don. Have you you know about Devo, right? The band. Uh-oh. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And John, you know about Devo. Sure, right? sure. Their first album. Do you remember what it was called? And oh. do you remember what was on the cover? The I name of their no first idea. album was called uh, "Are We Not Men?" That's right. We, yeah. we are Devo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a picture of a guy on the cover wearing a goofy hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any idea who that guy was? Oh. Wow. Ooh. I, I, have, I have no So it's clue. not someone in the band. No, it's not somebody uh, in the band. Rick Ocasek. I, 
No. Okay. It's um, a guy with a very square, sturdy jaw. He's got kind of a darker color to him. And mm. he's very, very, very famous right now. Oh, right really? now? You're never going to guess. Yeah, right now. Okay. And has been for many, many years. Sylvester Chi-Chi Rodriguez oh, no. was the, go ahead, what? now go to the, go to the oh Google, because right. it's a fascinating story. Chi-Chi Rodriguez, they were looking for art, and Gene told me all of this less than an hour ago when I was talking to him. Uh, they were looking for artwork for their album. Oh. They came across a product that Chi-Chi had endorsed, um, was a, it's called a Cobra head cover. It's just these sleeves you put over the cover of your drivers, right? Yep. And there's a picture. And so they grabbed that, not knowing he was famous, and they used it. And it made it onto the <laughs> and album. And he didn't be- sue them because it's well, not 2021. Yeah. So, <laughs> and exactly, done. it made it onto the album without anybody really realizing what they had done. Somebody in the record company or somebody eventually realized that this was Chi-Chi, and then they went and got his permission... And they've been friends ever since. Wow. But isn't that an interesting trivia That's story? Fascinating. And yeah. looking at it now, I can see it now. That yeah, I look it's at totally it. cheat. Yeah, it's Chichi Rodriguez. I don't think That's, I've ever uh, seen that album cover because I was totally really? just thinking of them in in the the, the in hats those, in the flower pot goofy, hats. Yeah, yeah, the flower pot hats. I, yeah. I was thinking of a guy with his hands on his hips in the you know the, the flower pot hat. Yeah. I thought that was the cover. Right. Yeah. Right. That's uh, wow. by the way. That's Chai Chai Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that from, anyway? Chai Chai. W K R P. Les Nessman. Oh right, oh, Les Nessman. Oh my Nesman. gosh, yes. Chai Chai. And, Ro- what did he say? He do- Chai Chai Rodriguez won the tournament, <laughs> and then Johnny hits the button and goes, "That's uh, that's Chi Chi Rodriguez, Rodriguez uh, Les." <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, I've been uh, so we, we won, Don. We stumped. Uh, we stumped yeah, that one. Uh, and now that we can see him, we can see he's not googling because I see your hands in the shot over there. See, I know. I know. but you yeah. listen for the googling. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I've been doing this to, to him for years. I used to get in in the afternoon, and he'd be sitting there at his desk, and uh, I would walk by and usually recite a lyric. And he'd be like, huh? And I'd just keep going to my desk. <laughs> Three minutes later, he'd come running in. Oh, that's the Rolling Stones from blah, 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 blah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. now, you do do that. John, do you not like to be wrong? Are you one of those I, people? I don't. I don't it's, like to not know something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, yeah. And, and they make fun of me because on the show, if there's something I don't know, I'll immediately Google uh, and they'll ask me questions, random questions, just to make me go look something up because oh, they no. know it'll drive me nuts if I don't know it. <laughs> that sounds like an awful experience to be on that show, to be put no, under they, those they, conditions. No, 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 Don, this is off the show. This is like at a yeah. break. Uh, Chris or Kenny will throw out some, uh, you know, some fact that they just happen to know. And they'll know, they know if I don't know, I'm going to have to go look it up just because I can't help so it. Wonderful. I can't help it. Aww. But it's so, it's so easy to do with lyrics because, you know, I'd drive in uh, and listen to music on the way in in the afternoon and I'd hear a lyric and I would actually write it down. That's how far ahead <laughs> I would plan this. And then I'd just walk by and oh, casually say it. the lyric. Yeah, casually Kenny. walk by. Yeah, and John would cock his head a little bit, and he's like, um, um, um. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we yeah. did hit a couple, though, also where we confounded Joe. Uh, you would do it on the air, and I'd say the next line, and he would have no idea what oh, the hell we're talking about. And we do it on Twitter, too. It's a lot of fun on Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You guys are just showing each other love because you're guys, and you can't say, I really like you. So you do mean okay. things to each All right. other. All right. Right? All right. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't really uh, like Kenny uh, at all. <laughs> Actually, uh, most people think that. They do, uh, yes. John, did you prepare for the show at all today? I did. I have a lot of uh, stories yeah, here. Come uh, on now. Sure, I, I can throw one out. Uh, I have now. This is, we're going to trade places because Don usually does more of the entertainment stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't. But but I found an entertainment story that I found kind of interesting again about a comedian, uh, Jay Leno, okay. has another new he has another new gig. Okay. Yeah, he's st- he's still doing the car shows, right, Kenny? You you watch that, don't you? Yeah, Does yeah a- absolutely. Yeah, uh, he is going to host a syndicated reboot of You Bet Your Life that debuts next oh. Monday. <laughs> Wow, sounds, I can hear your excitement. That sounds dumb. <laughs> what what uh, was the premise of there Wasn't that a show from oh, like the 30s or something? From, it was, oh, the original was great. It was from the 50s, and it was hosted by the one and only Groucho Marx. And oh, he was that's wonderful right. in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, say, the, say the magic void. Yeah, that one. So uh, he's going to do that. Uh, it also had a short-lived remake in 1992 with Bill Cosby. I do not recall that at all. Oh, see, that's the only one I remember, unfortunately. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I, hmm. I'm not quite old enough to you're not, you're not watch Groucho Marx. But. <laughs> uh, the new version, Leno will share hosting duties with Kevin Eubanks, great guitar player. Remember him? He was the Tonight Show band leader. Uh, one of Leno's uh, other temp jobs as a guest judge on America's Got Talent. That's the last thing he did besides the car shows. Uh, apparently, I don't remember this either. He was condemned for making an unaired joke about Koreans based on a stereotype and later had to apologize. But Ooh. I don't think he'll do that in this oh. one. He'll, he'll probably. Oh. All uh, comedians are, are doing that these days, apologizing for something they said 20 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then I have a story. I think Kenny, you you might be able to relate to this one. The smoking of a powerful hallucinogenic toad venom oh. is happening in short retreats in the Caribbean tourist hub of Tulum. It's now a sought-after New Age healing tool. It's called s- Bufo Alvarius. Oh. I seem to remember this from a few years ago. Wasn't uh, no? Oh, are, really? Am I thinking toad licking? Yeah, they used to lick mm. the toads, yeah. Which is not yeah. a euphemism, so don't go there. <laughs> I hope not. If anyone's calling that a toad, please. Either way, man or woman, no, don't do it. Time for a shower. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know what, and, and not to go backwards, but speaking of that, did you see the Norm joke about oral sex? I don't, I don't know that I want to repeat it here, but did you see it? On Conan, uh, did it on Conan. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The punchline yeah. was so incredible; let's, it made me do a spit take. Yeah, let's let's not repeat it. <laughs> we'll I mean, not do that one. We would we if could. I wasn't here, though. Yeah, we could, <laughs> but because uh, I'm in love with the ownership, um, I, I we stayed a broadcast. Standards. Yes, yeah. I understand. Yeah, I like uh, paycheck. Paychecks are really fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, this drug is regarded as uh, the world's most powerful psychoactive substance. Usually they just call it bufo. Emerging research says it reliably brings about mystical experiences, oh. re- reduces depression, and relieves anxiety. 
but a significant minority of users report serious mental health difficulties after smoking what the folks down there call the God molecule. Uh, it sounds like DMT. I don't know what that is. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't either, so. <laughs> How it's... do you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, what happens is that you take it and you have a high for a, it sounds like crack. But you have a high for about a minute and a half, and people claim to see God, know the mysteries of the universe, meet themselves in another dimension, um, a, just like a euphoric minute-long high. Uh-huh. Um, what? And, yeah. It's been around for a while. I think um, I think uh, your good old pal Jack Kerouac talked about DMT a long time ago. It's gotten a resurgence huh. in the last 10 years. Um, but back to the bufo. You know what? Speaking of celebrities, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, if you guys know who they are, they were just criticized for going on a vacation and doing this. And so people are like, you're a bad mother. You I think one of those people was me. Uh, You shouldn't be doing these kind of drugs and, you know, uh, you know, talking about it in public. And I don't know. Some things you're you know, just like, why don't you just keep that to yourself? Like, if you want to go do that, that's fine. But do you not understand that people know that you are a parent and they're going to criticize you? <laughs> okay. I have a question along these lines that I've discovered within the ranks of my own friends and family who I never thought they were into a weed. But I've discovered here in the last few years that when these friends and family who, who I thought were straight-laced and flying the, the straight and narrow, when they go into states where it's legal, they joyously partake. Really? Huh. And sometimes they hadn't done that before. Have you noticed that? Hmm. I don't you have your mom friends. <laughs> you think your mom would do that, Don? My oh. mom? Do you yeah. know my mom? No, no. Okay. but that's who I'm. That's the kind of people I'm talking about. People I thought that never in a million years would they do this, but well, now that they're would eating. Be a miracle, really. I mean, now if they're eating Jesus gummy Christ bears. Came down and told her to do it. She would, or the Virgin Mary, or Saint Teresa, or someone. I mean, she's very Catholic. Um, yeah. Not that that doesn't mean that Catholics don't smoke weed, but uh, right. I'm talking about she knows uh, mass in Latin. You know, one of those (laughs) kind of Catholics. That's devotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Now, I will say, we have been trying to convince my sister. I have a sister who has MS, and uh, some of us have been trying to open her up to the idea of trying it because MS has so many different symptoms. You know, you can have one person that has these 10 symptoms, and it's a very strange disease. And so she has a lot of pain. I don't mean to bring the show down, but... Um, no, she has a lot of good. pain inside of her body that she she talks about that it feels like it's an internal burning pain. Yeah, like you're burning yeah. from the nope. inside. And so, uh, you know, we're like, maybe this would help. Um, I know it's helped a lot of people and children even who have seizures that have completely gone away. So there've been there's been research out there saying that it helps patients <laughs> with MS. It's funny that you bring that up because I, I know patients like that, like people whose moms or sisters or whatever have something and that they try to go through legal means of getting it and it's expensive and it's hard to do and there's mm-hmm. all these problems and they just happen to be talking to somebody 
who has uh, a lot of easy access to it illegally, mm-hmm. and they so they end up getting really good quality stuff uh, illegally, but it helps tremendously. And then they always report, it's really funny to see my 80-year-old mom higher than hell, but she's in no pain, no pain at all, you know, and finally living her life again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. I would like to read you the last text I got from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> it involves you, sure you guys. Oh, okay. Oh, so she does listen? Um. Yeah. She won't mind I'm saying she's super Catholic. She's proud of that. You know, she busted her butt to send us to Catholic school, and she still (laughs) works at a Catholic school. All right. Um, She says, I'm anxious to listen to the old farts when you're not at the fair. (laughs) Do you do it? Do you do it every day or is it just a couple of times a week? Although I can look on there and pick up the tapes. But I was proud of myself that I found it because I told her how to listen to the podcast. That's awesome. She might be upset that I just read that text, but um, she wants to listen. She's really excited that I'm on a somewhat, uh, I could be connected to a conservative podcast. My mom is very excited about that. Oh, I love her. Your mom has been a great source of humor for us on Jason and Alexa's show. She's the one that calls the dump... uh, that they go to down in Missouri, the S dump. Yeah, that's where they go to drop off. Yeah, I've asked her about this before because in my mind, you know, they did all their own landscaping. So she would go there and they would get, I think, bark for our landscaping. They would like put plastic down and every year they would redo the bark and she would go to the S dump to get the, they're like, she's like, we're going to the S dump. Do you want to come? And I'm like, no, I'll stay here and get molested by dogs. It's fine. (laughs) And then there's, John, there's one store in particular. Uh, I'm guessing it's a convenience store, Dawn. Uh Uh-huh. That uh, she calls the rat's ass store. Oh, the rat's, the ass. rat's ass. Oh, that's a market. That's a, <laughs> that's a market. The rat's ass market. It's <laughs> in Seymour, Missouri, where all the Amish people live. Um, yeah, that is a that's a store where you go to get discount food that's been rejected by the real grocery store. Sure. You know yep, what I mean yep. by that? It's like I dented do. cans, yes. which yeah. you shouldn't eat. But then there would be like cereal that was just not just off-brand things, really different brands of things that just didn't do well. But then what? What you need to know, never buy meat from no. the rat's ass market. <laughs> never. No. I think it was called Shetlers. There's yeah. a, ma- a mail order service that where you can buy stuff uh, that's maybe a day or two outdated or whatever, and it will send it to your house. Oh. It's still good to eat, that sort of thing, oh, but yeah. you can order it and it's a little cheaper. Yeah. Are you doing it? Tell me you're not doing this up in oh, no, Andover. No, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. I, I, yeah. it's not, it's not, I'm not that bad off yet. No. <laughs> yeah, we grew up, uh, I grew up uh, in highs and lows of uh, the economy. You know, for a while we were really struggling. And um, yeah, so my mom would take us to the, she would take us to the rat test market and say, fill up a cart. <laughs> So she would let me fill up a whole cart of food and pay for it. It only came to $36, but it was really nice. You know? were, were they name brands? Like, were they real yeah. Doritos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just that maybe they were crushed in shipping and it just was dust. It's fine. You can put that on a salad. I don't know. No, a lot of this stuff was just perfectly fine. You just had to really make sure, yeah. you know. But I'm talking like 
things that would be ten dollars would be like seventy cents. It was oh. incredible. Oh. Yeah. Do you guys shop at a dollar store? Dollar stores? Oh, are you kidding? I have. Yes. Sure, certainly. You do all the time. Dollar Dawn? Tree, yeah. I I recently admitted to uh, my roommate that I have never ever been in any kind of dollar store. What? Ever. You're kind of really? bougie. Ever? I don't think I am. You I, fly I th- first class. You've never I been do. in a dollar I, store. I just it, it, everything's a dollar. Really? Yeah, Dollar Tree. E- even the food, uh, it's the general, I think, for, yeah, for us. Yeah, don't, don't be mistaken. Uh, in Dollar General, things are generally a dollar, yeah. which can go up to $5. But, but the Dollar General, though, Kenny, just to show you how much I do shop there, my favorite 10 pair of socks came from there, 4 bucks a piece. Wow. You can get clothes there. Oh yeah, you can get you can get anything at Dollar General. Mm-hmm. Dollar Tree's got a little less. Are they, they paying for this sponsorship? Then. We're giving yeah, them. no kidding. Dollar yeah. Tree, but, but not I'll like bet. a mo- not a motorcycle or a chainsaw or something. Well, cool. no, well, come no, on. No. You know, I'll I find bet. a lot of books at Dollar Tree. We yeah. have this obsession, MC and I, to go to the book section. They're a dollar, and you're like, wow, this is a a book by a you know a great author. I'll just pick this up here. Get yourself a little treat, a book. One of my most favorite books I bought uh, about a million years ago at Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. I called it Didn't Start with Watergate. And that's where the conspiracy theory and Kenny really kicked Ooh. into the high gear. Uh, what, oh. what did you just run and get? Just, just last week, I bought this at the dollar store. What is it? Robert F. Kennedy, Ripples of Hope. It's uh, Carrie Kennedy, his daughter, who interviewed a bunch of uh, famous people and talked about the uh, Robert Kennedy influence on them. Just last week, Dollar Tree, right so, there, Ken. Yes, John, Dollar do Tree. John, do they talk about the second shooter in that book? You, you know what? <laughs> Come on. Come back. You know he was there. Come oh. back to us. All right. What else you got, Johnny? Uh, what else do I got? Oh, I did have a question of what we were just talking about. Yeah. Do cities still have dumps? Um, we don't here, no. What do they do with the stuff? Uh, everything has to be put in a... Uh, you know, the, the, it's just like in Minneapolis, yeah. where they they come once a week. And you have to yeah. separate Recycling? your recycling. Yeah. When, when I grew up in Mandan, North Dakota, we had a big dump ground where yeah. you you would go when you had yeah. junk and you'd throw yeah. it there. It was on the south side of Mandan, and yeah. my brothers took me there about a year ago. It's now this lovely new development that they yeah. built where the they dump just, was. I, they I, just covered over the dump. I, I don't know yet. Is that what they do? They just cover it and go For from us, there? it was a half a mile out of town. It was on a road called Lover's Lane, <laughs> uh, a gravel road. And the trees, all uh, they still grow up in a canopy. So you're driving through a canopy, ah, and nice. then you just yeah. pull over at some point and throw all of your mm. S out, and it would all just sit there. Uh, yeah. And finally... I don't know if it was the landowner or the county or the township or whatever. Uh, they pushed it all, um, filled it all in. And to this day, there's still signs that say no dumping. <laughs> I used to have one of those above my toilet in the bathroom. <laughs> I stole a sign that said no dumping. <laughs> but, but there was actually, and boy, this is going to make it. I think I saw this in an episode of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. There was There was cool stuff there. And at one yeah. point, my dad and I were restoring a Studebaker Hawk, 
and we knew about a shell of a Studebaker Hawk down in the the uh, the dump. Oh, it's called the S dump, mm-hmm. and so we went and got a set of torches, and I crawled down into the dump, yes. you know, off the side of the road, got in the back of that, and cut the floor pan out of the <laughs> trunk, out of the Studebaker. We hauled it out of there and welded it back into the his new Studebaker, and it it worked perfect. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, the dump is a great place to get car parts. My dad, he was um, yeah. in the Navy and he was uh, uh, an airplane mechanic or jet mechanic, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and so a car was like a go-kart. You know, my dad could fix any sure. car if he had the right part. So he would call around to the different uh, salvage yards and, and find parts for my car. I sure do miss that. Yeah. Because, you know. yeah. That, that, those days are, are over for me, too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't do that anymore. Uh, my most famous was I had a 1965 Chevy Impala, and the frame rusted out on it. And uh, we went to a, a junkyard that we knew. They had about 20 Impalas there. And we brought the handyman jack along, jacked up each and every one of them, mm-hmm. and all of the frames were rusted in the same spot. Finally, the last oh. one we lift up, lifted up was perfect. Um, and we went back to the guy that was running it, and this was out in the middle. I mean, this was country. Uh, and we and I gave the guy, I said, here's $100 for the car. I'll come back next week, and we'll pull it out of there and get it. And I never came back because oh, I, I spent what? the whole week thinking about, okay, I'm going to pull this thing out of the junkyard. I'm going to take the car completely apart so I have a frame. Then I'm going to do that to my existing car. Yeah. And, put it, and I just decided, you know what? No, $100 gone. Forget about it. $100 trip. <laughs> I never went back. <sighs> How All do right. you feel about that now? Uh, it was so stupid. I should have done it because yeah. that car now to replace it would cost a fortune. Yeah. yeah. It, no. was, it was a sweet ride. Mm, what else, John? Well, on that note, mm. Uh, I have one. Uh, this this one, and uh, since you guys said uh, and Don, apparently what I've gotten from the last few shows uh, and just meeting you with those few shows is that you don't like water and you don't you don't appreciate uh, yeah, the, the things like that live water. in the water. Right, deep dark water, scary. Okay, well, uh, this uh, a fish described as having the body of a shark and the face of a pig no! was pulled out of was pulled out of the sea by Italian naval officers who were left baffled by their rare catch. According to the mirror, the fish was spotted in the waters of the Darcina Modestia Marina in the town of Portofarrio on the Italian island of Elba. The sailors who pulled it out of the water were, in their words, creeped out by its bizarre-looking face, but quickly dispelled the possibility of it being any kind of mutant. The fish... I the just fish saw was, it. Uh-huh. What did you uh, Google? Because I'm Googling uh, I Elba. Pigfish Italy. Oh, Pigfish Italy. <laughs> you, Kenny. John. Pigfish. Pigfish Italy. Okay, okay. I'm this getting This is there. like something from Star Wars. It looks like something oh. in the cantina, doesn't it? Oh, my uh, God. What is that? Uh, oh, well, John. It's, it, it's an angular rough shark, which lives 2,300 feet below the surface normally, so we don't get to see them very often. Thank God. Uh, so the fact that they pulled this one up uh, is a little weird. Uh, the photos of the shark shared on Facebook and have gone viral on platforms with over a thousand comments. Many in the comment section said they were surprised by the odd-looking creatures. Others criticized the naval officers, of course, because it's Facebook. You have to criticize somebody, assuming that the shark had been caught on purpose. The angular rough shark is currently listed as endangered. 
by the International Union for the Conservation of Nature, or the IUCN. Look at those eyeballs. Oh, they're looking right at you, Dawn. Doesn't it <laughs> look like a Star Wars creature, though? Yeah, Honestly. big flaring nostrils. Oh, yeah. my Oh, my goodness. gosh. I mean, oh. oh. So that if you're swimming, so swimming and you see that one, Dawn, then what do you do? I don't go in. I don't go in. Don't I go just in the don't. water. I don't go in the deep, dark ocean. I... The only thing I came close to doing is I did go fishing uh, in Belize. Oh. And, but the water is perfectly clear. I actually caught yeah. a shark, but that's for another time. Yeah. <laughs> Belize is wonderful. What were you doing down there? Um, let's see. Uh, Your mom's making bad decisions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it just proved to me that uh, if you're with the wrong person, you could be in paradise, a beautiful place, and be miserable. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, anything else? Hey, look at the time. Look at the really? time. time. You know what? I would love to play this end music, but Chris Reavers isn't in here. So we'll let him insert this <laughs> into the podcast right now. And we'll say goodbye and hopefully talk to you next week. Sorry, Mom.